Ebony Haywood, and welcome to Bookish. And welcome to our guest today. We have Roger Smith, and he is the author of The Most Unlikely Leader. Okay, that's yeah. The Most Unlikely yeah. Leader, An Unbelievable Journey from GED to CEO. Welcome, Roger Smith. How are you? Th thank you. I'm, I am fine. I'm, I'm perfect, in fact. Well, I, I, I am looking forward to this uh, conversation because it seems like you have an interesting pathway from GED to CEO. So, Roger, why don't we start off with uh, maybe you tell us what do you mean when you say uh, burn all your bridges? So, you know, we're, we have said or we've been told, you know, don't ever burn your bridges. Mm -hmm. The reality of it is, is that when we hit major obstacles in our life, we we end up like putting a plan B or an escape patch. And, and what happens is we end up giving up on our dreams so easily. So, and I don't mean burn, don't burn, you know, burn your bridges, relationships. So you can burn them if you want. But what I'm saying is that is that you burn the bridge behind you so that the only path that you can go is forward. There is no plan B, there is no escape hatch. And the only path is forward. And with perseverance, you have a good chance of overcoming the obstacles that get in your way. Mm. So don't give yourself any room is basically what I'm saying. Just keep on, keep on marching on your journey. Right, to, to, to keep focused because it's almost like you're too comfortable when you know you have some type of plan B. Right, yeah, what ha it, it is. You hit that wall and already your mind's going, well, you know, if this didn't work out, I'll do this. And you're already, you're already escaping. Right. Versus, yeah. You know, versus persevering. Right, and so in that perseverance, Roger, there might be some failure, but you just keep going, right? Because I think that's maybe what scares people is I don't have a plan B. What if I fail? Yeah. So, you know, my philosophy is we have a choice as to whether it's failure or just a bump in the road. So when you hit that obstacle, if you say that's the end of my journey, well, you've decided that's a failure. Uh -huh. But if you say... Hey, you know what? Let me overcome this obstacle. Let me go through it, around it, over it, whatever is needed. Then as you look back at your journey, you look back and go, well, that was just a bump in the road. Mm -hmm. It's not the end. It's only the end if you decide it's the end. Mm, okay. So what is the power of multiple mentors? So I, I'm such a believer in mentors. and 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 I've had... Fortunately, I had three mentors that absolutely changed my life. You know, my, my stepfather, who actually taught me about sales, taught me how to close, taught me, you know, the whole process of sales. Uh, the founder of the company that I eventually became CEO, uh, you know, taught me about, about the social injustices of the world and about being patient and about looking for the best in people. And then uh, the CEO of the holding company uh, taught me really valuable lessons, said, you know, first of all, nothing's as good as it seems and nothing's as bad as it seems. 
Mm-hmm. And and for me, that was so important because my my life was, you know, these highs, these lows, and it just kind of evened out. You know, you also taught me that uh um, you know, when you when you motivate people, use positive emotion to motivate, but when it's negative, just use data. Mm-hmm. And it makes such a big difference on trying to, you know, get over some of those uh um some of the negative parts in it. And then um, the other thing he taught me was, you know, respond, don't react. Mm -hmm. And believe me, I was a reactor. I was that one putting out fires, Mm -hmm. you know, that old old saying, you know, count to 10, that was not me. And once I learned how to take a step back and look at the total picture, uh, it really changed the way that I uh, responded to everything Mm -hmm. so without these mentors I don't think I ever would have been the leader that I became found the success that I that I found so it's important yeah so with with the multiple mentors you you just you get a you kind of get more of a well-rounded kind of perspective of what whatever it is that you are learning because you have all these different uh, perspe- all these different people with different experiences who are offering their correct okay yeah correct it, it's it's aggregate you know it's not like oh well I had one mentor I'll throw that out now what I learned no you just keep on adding to it right yeah so, that's great yeah knowledge is power it's real important <laughs> that's so true yes knowledge <laughs> is power I actually learned that from this cartoon in the uh I think it was really popular in the 70s but I way too I wasn't even born really till like 79 but uh so in the 80s it was popular it was called Schoolhouse Rock and, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it, yeah it opened with like knowledge is power that was somewhere in the opening song I was like <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny Evan. <laughs> but Roger tell us what are the four characteristics of a leader so I think the first characteristic is that leaders are visionary. You know, they they see further than the people that they're leading. And so it's your people look up to you to have these big dreams. I always said, you know, how however big your thinking isn't big enough. Mm-hmm. And so leaders can see further, they can they can see the dream out there. But but unless people follow them, you're not getting any place. You're never going to achieve the dream. So you've got to be able to have influence. And influence you get from two things. Number one is getting results. If I ask, Ebony, if I ask you to follow me, but I keep on getting bad results, after a while, you're going, nah, I don't think this is the guy I'm following. The second part is that you really need to know that I care about you, that I care about you, that I care about your family, that I care about your success. Not because of how it's gonna make me look or what it's gonna do for me, but that I genuinely care for you. And if I get results and I genuinely care about you, then, then you're gonna follow me. And, and hopefully together, we're gonna to achieve those dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, third and fourth are kind of connected, which is, you got to have strong systems. You have to have strong systems in place that that even if you were out of the picture, that the systems would carry themselves. And most importantly, 
you have to be willing to inspect your systems. In other words, don't put a system in that you're not willing to inspect. And people are always going to throw things in your face. They're always going to go, oh, you don't trust me? No, it has nothing to do with trust. It has to do with this is a system that I put in play, and I'm going to inspect it to make sure that it stays in play. Mm-hmm. And I think those four things are, are key in leadership. Mm, I think a lot of people overlook the systems part. Yeah, yeah, they do, and it's and it's really really important. Yeah, really important because otherwise that holds everything together. You're right. Otherwise, you're like you're floundering around. Right. You know. Yeah. That's great advice. So, how do you make um, failure just a bump in the road? So that's kind of what we talked about before, Evan. You know, it's like, like, like I said, make a decision to 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 just keep on going on your journey and not to quit, not not to fail. You know, people are so scared of failure, and if you just understand that, listen, if you made the wrong decision, make a new one. You know, you're not married to it. You don't have to live and die by that decision. Mm-hmm. We make wrong decisions all the time. Mm-hmm. It only makes it even worse when you just keep on following down the road of the wrong decision. So don't don't be married to it. Just just if it's wrong, make a new one and continue on your path, continue on your journey. Mm-hmm. And like I said, when you look back at, at those obstacles and and the struggles that you had to overcome like i said there'll be just bumps in the road and and there'll be new bumps in the road (laughs) going forward but that's life Mm -hmm. i i was uh once talking to a psychologist who said it's instead of thinking of a failure as as failure and calling it failure just think of it as a particular outcome like i tried this and i got this outcome so let me just try something different for a different outcome. Yeah. Your failure has, is just so, uh, it's so convoluted with all these connotations and of just complete, yes. like you're a loser and doesn't yeah. help you mentally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, John Maxwell wrote, you know, the book Failing Forward, uh, you know, which was yeah. so great. Talks about it. So. Yeah. So what do you think was the key from going to, I love this, going from drug addict, homeless, high school dropout to CEO? So I think it's, I think it's two things. One, one is that, you know, it takes a lot of energy to be an addict. I mean, I was a, I was a functioning addict for 20 years. It takes a lot of energy to, to fulfill that addiction. When you get clean, if you could take all that negative energy that you were using and move it into a positive, productive form, oh my goodness, it is crazy. It is crazy how productive you can be. So number one, you know, it's kind of make sure that you're moving the energy. And then, you know, listen, I I always subscribe to the philosophy that, you know, if it was easy, everybody would have it. And uh, and so I understood there was just a lot of things that I was going to have to work harder at it than other people. I wasn't a natural born salesperson. I wasn't a natural born leader. I sure as heck wasn't a natural born CEO. 
it was all learned behavior. And, and I was willing to work really, really, really hard. And most importantly, to persevere through the t- tough times to be able to finally reach that success. Mm, wow. Yeah. So it's, it's basically everything that you talked about before. It's putting all of that wisdom in place. It's, it's, it's not having, I mean, did you have an exit plan when you were trying to go from, let's say, um, a homeless to, uh, or when you were homeless and you wanted to exit out of that, did you have a particular goal and you didn't think, well, if this doesn't work out, then I guess I'll just Stay right no, 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 but that's for sure. No, I didn't. Yeah. But but also, I was in survivor mode for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's it's hard to think of goals when you're just trying to survive every day. Mm. So you know, it's just just trying to make it another day, trying to make it another day. You know, even in sobriety, one day at a time, and and so. You know, part of the, part of that is survivorship, and then all of a sudden, once you get through that, then you can start looking at goals and achieving goals, and you know, and and as you get, as I got more self esteem, and started to become good at certain things, then I thought, wow, I I could really do this. I mean, I I could be the number one salesperson in the company. You know, I could be a good leader. I could be a CEO. Mm. And 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 then it was just a matter of, of following through and and uh you know just perseverance. <laughs> yeah, I, I think and that's a, a good point to bring up just um because I didn't even consider that when you're in kind of like those low low states, um it is a matter of just taking things like one small step at a time because it's you can feel easily overwhelmed because as you said earlier all your energy is going into that right like if you're an addict that's using up all your energy and so sometimes to think your way out of it you just don't have the energy to do that like to to see very far beyond that so it's just like taking a small step because you're in that survival mode that's a good point yeah 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 all day long yeah yeah well, Roger, this has been a great conversation. Tell us where we can find you. <laughs> so uh, my website is rogersmith.me. Uh, you can order my book, The Most Unlikely Leader, An Unbelievable Journey from GED to CEO. And uh, my my hope is that it would motivate you and inspire you. And if you're feeling stuck in your life, maybe show you some avenues to get unstuck. Because if I could do it, <laughs> You could do it too. Wow. Thank you so much for that. And I will say goodbye to you and our audience. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Bookish. And I look forward to next time when I talk to another fabulous author. And Roger, I'm not going to totally say goodbye to you. I'm just going to, we're going to chat for a moment. But to our audience, bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> bye, everybody. Thank you.